Hello, everyone, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, and I'm joined forever and always by the illustrious producer, uh, Will, aka Mr. Mayhem. This is our second episode. I'm really going to consider it our first, like, real episode. Uh, Today's theme, I guess I'm going to say, is we're going to do a deep dive on the teams and the rosters that are going into the Halo World Championship 2018. But before any of that, quick little breaking news story here. Uh, An article by Tim at over at TVGuide.com. The headline reads, Steven Spielberg's Halo series is still very much in development at Showtime. So if you guys happen to forget, because I'm guaranteed everybody has at this point, at one point in time, there was going to be a Halo live-action series coming to Showtime, and uh, apparently it's still in development. Since 2014. It's been a while. Back in Halo 4's day. Is this ever going to come to light? Is this ever going to be fully produced and out there, do you think? I'd hope so. I want to see it. I mean, the last two live-action series that we got, Forward Unto Dawn and Nightfall, in my opinion, were both pretty bad um i appreciate what they were trying to do for the franchise as a whole but i think with steven spielberg at the helm of it all we've seen what he's done with his movies and whatnot the post which he just came out with it's up for oscars so we'll see what happens with this i'm not saying that this halo series is going to be oscar like yeah oscar worthy no way no but still, the fact that this is potentially going to come out, I really hope it does, and we'll see what happens. Um, but without further ado, let's actually get into the bread and butter of what this episode's about. We're going to talk about the teams going into the Halo World Championship 2018. These are the only confirmed ones so far. We know that there's still players out there in free agency. We're not worried about them right now. We're going to talk about the confirmed rosters going into the tournaments, going into all the fun stuff. But uh, let's start with EU first and foremost. Right off the bat, we have Vexed Gaming. Uh, that consists of Riots, Lunny, Cristola, and Quadios? That's how I'm going to pronounce sure. that? Don't know much about these guys. I know that they've been around for a little while, though. Uh, we'll see what they take out of it. Next up, we got Team Infused, which consists of Jimbo, Kimbo, Moe's, and Respect. Now, these are the this is the EU team that everybody should be really paying attention to. They have the most promise. Yes, because if you guys did not know, these are the this is the crew that got sixth place at the HCS Fall Finals in Denver just this last year of 2017. They're the first EU team in order to break top six, which is huge. No one had ever expected this and this is this isn't to start beef with eu players we know how good they are and them breaking top six now really solidifies themselves and now they can really hone in on their skill and try to push forward and maybe break into top four it'd be it'd be crazy and amazing for them if this happened yeah i would like to see some different teams up there at the top make some more competition for the other players on the na side i hope uh, i hope infuse can really push through this year i agree and good luck to all the eu teams out there good luck to all the mexican teams the australian teams all those teams because like will just said we do want more competition in the na scene it's always been a na on top and we'll get into the bigger teams 
down below, but moving on from them, Team Infused, good luck to you guys. Um, and the last confirmed team we have for the EU is XL Esports, which consists of Fluximus, Ramirez, Snipe Drone, and So Snakey. Um, Ramirez and Snipe Drone, I know those names. I've seen those names multiple times before. Snakey, I believe as well. Fluximus is a little bit new to me. Um, but again, we're hoping big things come out of these EU teams. We're hoping big things comes out of these other countries' teams. We want more competition. More competition is awesome. So we'll see what happens. Um, next up, we're going to move on to the North American side of things. But these are the three teams that we have so far that do not have organizations tied to them. So while they're still looking for organizations, again, these are confirmed rosters going into these tournaments. So first up, these uh, this placement name, I guess I'm going to call it, is Suspector Crew. So, of course, Suspector is on that team. <laughs> Who would have figured that? Uh, Sabinator, Nated. Woo! And Dinoxide. Uh, Will, I know you're a huge Nated fan. Is there anything you want to say about this crew in particular? Yeah, I'm, I am a Nated fan. It's coming from a personal side. I've been uh, subbed to his Twitch. I, I've been watching him for a while. With that being said, this team might not go so far. They've not been together for long. They don't have that practice. But in my heart, I'm going to be rooting for them to make a push. So me looking at this in my non-biased fashion. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding, Will. Um, I I would love to see them do something, but I don't think it's going to happen, at least with Worlds 2018. Maybe if they stick together as a crew after Worlds and we see where Halo Esports goes in general, if they stick together, I bet big things can happen. But considering this team was kind of thrown together at the last minute is what it seems from the outside looking in. That's what it looks like to me. And Nated coming out of, I'm going to put this in air quotes, and you can't see this right now, but I'm going to say retirement, um, because he really wasn't gone for that long. Yeah. We'll see what comes of this team. Based off of scrim results over at halodatahive.com, I'm going to plug them in here because they're great people. Um, thank you guys very much for putting the scrim results up, along with live streams and all that stuff. You guys are awesome. Um, based off their scrim results, things are not looking great. But granted, scrims are scrims. We're not in tournament format yet. We'll see what happens. Uh, moving on. The next placement name for a team I'm going to say is Smurfs. We have APG, a pure gangster. Lunchbox, which has been confirmed as Lunchbox now. He is on that team. Neptune. And the Halo 4 Global Champion, Ace. Um, Ace and APG, they've been teaming for a long time. They... They know each other's play styles very well. Neptune, new to the scene. Uh, I read, in, I think I read in his Twitter that he's 15 years old. It's awesome. Yeah, Get those good, young guns in there. Good for him. Um, I know, believe it's Shotzi. Yeah, Shotzi's another young gun in Renegade as well, but we'll get to them later. But just knowing that there are there's that really young talent coming into the scene as well is just awesome to see. Um, I, I'm biased towards the veteran players, of course. <laughs> Because I've been following this for such a long time, but I think it's really good that we get a breadth of talent in there. Yeah, I'm glad Lunchbox found a spot too. Um, after Roy left, he retired this last year. I, I'm glad he found a team to to get with. I agree, and him with APG and Ace again, two more veteran players. I guarantee they know each other's play styles very well. And with Neptune, this new guy coming onto the block, they, he can really learn from them, and he can also teach. 
the old guys some new tricks. Yeah, maybe he can uh, maybe trip up. I want to say trip up the other teams by bringing that new style. And uh, may, I think that's going to be a good team. I mean, we've we've seen what Frosty's been able to do in the early um, CLG optic days with his strats and his jumps on maps that nobody's ever seen before. So maybe Neptune's got a couple things up his sleeve too. Yeah, the the movement from the new guys have been really good. Exactly, exactly. It's it's definitely not in quotes again traditional Halo, in a sense. It's Halo Five has brought so much more movement and dynamic to the multiplayer space that I think that this can definitely be a good thing in the long run. Um, okay, moving on from the Smurfs, we have literally a no-name team. They call themselves No Name right now, or at least that's the information that I'm given. Uh, this consists of Arctic, Falcated, Shooter, and Tapping Buttons. Um, tapping Buttons, coming from Mexico, he was on the previous Evil Geniuses squad before Evil Geniuses left the Halo scene as an organization. Um, expecting big things out of him. He was under a couple veteran players, so hopefully everything's good there. Shooter, he's been on the scene for a while. Falcated as well. Arctic, I believe he is newer. Um, but yeah, this seems like a very Slayer-heavy squad is what this seems like to me. So we'll see what comes out of them. Um, moving on, we have the actual organization teams for North America. Uh, looks like we have four of them currently. First up... Luminosity Gaming, back at it again. This squad consists of Boo-Boo-Doo-Boo, Saiyan, Trippy, and I Got Your Pistola. Uh, Envy, if you guys didn't know, Team Envious, the organization is again out of Halo, just like Evil Geniuses. So that means that I Got Your Pistola, McWin, Snipe Down, and yeah, they needed to find another crew. And I guess they split up as a matter of fact, which means I got your Pistola was looking for another team and he found one with uh, Boo Boo Doo Boo, who is an unbelievably good player. Yeah, I was going to say that combination is going to be great to see. I agree completely. Uh, Pistola, he is incredibly hard to kill. He knows very sneaky places to get on the map. He's known as the wizard. He just gets out of sticky situations incredibly well. So him, Boo Boo Doo Boo, Amazing combination I can see going very far. Saiyan and Trippy, two very good Slayers as well. They are, I believe they're newer to the Halo 5 scene. I believe they've competed in other things before, but um, I'm expecting big things out of the Luminosity squad, especially considering their scrim results. It has been amazing to see them do well. Uh, hopefully that just continues into the, term uh, the tournament formats. Next up, we have Splice. A little bit of a roster change here since DreamHack Denver, but we have Renegade, Shotzi, Stellar, and Eco. Couple members from the old Liquid squad and a couple members of the old Splice squad coming together to form what they hope to be the Optic Killer, is what I'm going to say. Renegade and Shotzi, man, they... I'm sorry to all the veteran players out there, but Renegade and Shotzi, they are probably the best players in Halo 5. Excluding Optic, okay? Excluding Optic, I believe that Renegade and Shotzi are the two best players in Halo 5. They get shit done. Period. Um, Renegade is considered Renegade for good reason. He kills it every single time. Shotzi, his maneuverability is unbelievable. And being teamed up with Stellar and Eco, who've been around for a while, like, come on. 
I, I can see them doing really well. But the other problem that I have with this squad, and this is all I'm going to say at the moment because I haven't fully seen them play yet, is that I'm afraid that this young gun mentality could hurt them, I guess you could say. In the, that they get overconfident? That, that, that and uh, I just think that when we talked about it before with the old Splice Squad, they won, um, I believe they won DreamHack Atlanta. And that was their first ever tournament win. Okay. Ever since then, it's like they just couldn't get anything going. And I, it's not saying that they're not placing high because they are. It's just the the heat and the intensity that they brought from Atlanta did not come over at all to Denver. And I was just dumbfounded that this didn't happen. So we'll see what happens down the line. I have high hopes for the squad. I just really hope their young gun mentality doesn't get in their heads. So I'll leave it at that. Next up, we have team reciprocity consisting of Mickwin, Snipedown, Spartan, and Penguin, the other half of the old Liquid squad, and one half of the old Team Envious squad. So, this is another team that can show a lot of dominance as well. Granted, I'm surprised that, uh, that uh, Pistola did not continue to team with Mickwin and Snipedown. I don't know the reasoning behind the change. And maybe we'll learn something more down the line. I'm not going to think ill will of anything because I know that they're all friends and they probably still all talk. So that out of the way, Spartan and Penguin teaming up with Mickwin and Snipedown. Uh, we already know how good of a team that they are. We already know what they're going to uh, try to accomplish with this. Um, Mickwin, the one thing I'm going to say is I really hope that he continues this aggression that he had in the 2017 season. He blew my mind with the amount of skill that he showed. Hell, I think he might have blew his own mind on how well he was playing on that NBS squad. Uh, I think people threw him under the radar. I don't think you should be able to do that anymore. He's a great player. Don't sleep on him. Snipe down Spartan and Penguin. We already know how good they are. Let's see what happens with this squad. Okay, well, <laughs> we made it. Yes. The big guns. Optic Gaming, everybody. Two-time Halo World Championship winners, back-to-back. They're hoping for a three-peat this year. Will any team be able to stop them? We don't know, but what this roster consists of is Frosty, Lethal, Royal 2, and Snakebite. Yes, they've uh, they've said they are a world's team, and they've proven that. And when they kick it into gear, they are hard to stop. You know what? This is the this is the analogy I'm going to make, okay? And I just thought about this. just like percolated in my head right here. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. The Patriots. Bring it in, into the NFL. The other Patriots. Okay. Explain. Tom Brady, all right? He goes into the Super Bowl, right? He has five rings right now. When Tom Brady goes in the playoffs, when Tom Brady goes in the Super Bowl, let's just use last year as an example, the Falcons. Okay, the first half of that game, Falcons all day. It was looking grim for the Patriots that it, day. It was looking terrible. I had fantasy points on the line for this. Okay, for the record, I'm not a Patriots fan. Skull Vikings. But for the sake of the analogy, I'm going to continue. There's something that happens with the Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick that 
like Will just said with Optic Gaming, when that switch goes on, the whole thing is different. The ball is in their court. And they just win. Super Bowl Tom Brady, Halo World Championship Optic Gaming is completely different than regular season Tom Brady and regular Pro League season Optic Gaming. If the Patriots lose a few games, whatever, they'll win in the Super Bowl. If Optic Gaming loses a few series, who cares? They'll win the World Championship. Will this year be any different? We don't know yet. I, from the for, the squads that are forming, I would like to think they'd be able to push Optic out a little bit. But like you said, when Optic wants to win, they're going to win. And they'll take it. Or at least they'll try their damn hearts out. Right. And we'll see what happens. It, it, it seems that, like the Patriots, they... Optic seems to keep emotion out of it. They just flip on that switch and they go. They play to win. And where you know, you see other teams get emotional while they're playing well. That can spark a team. Keeping your head on straight, it can give you that extra push to be in the right position, make the right play. We'll see what happens. Well, the other thing that's to bounce off that as well, if you watch them, Optic Gaming specifically, if you watch them during tournament play, during land play, they don't jump out of their seats. They don't scream. They don't get hyped up. They remain calm, cool, and collected throughout the entire thing. And th- this includes Worlds. Yeah. If you watch them every single year, every single series, they are stone-faced. Even, and let's say they lose a match. Like, they lose a game. They just look at each other, they talk it through, and they're like, all right, let's get shit done. It's as simple as that. I think that comes from them being together for so long. I agree. They they have that, um, that gel that brings them together. They know how the other people play, how their um, teammates are going to move, what they need to do to correct mistakes, and they get it done. Exactly. And this was, again, if you guys don't know who Optic Gaming are, uh, they used to be the former CLG, CounterLogic Gaming Halo squad, before CounterLogic Gaming got out of the Halo scene. Um, And Optic Gaming kind of dropped their old roster and kind of scooped these guys up, but that's besides the point. Uh, They are a force to be reckoned with every single year everybody's gone in for them they know how good they are but the fact that they are so calm cool and collected about it every single time is just it's great for their skill it, it just shows how dominant they really are um anything left that you want to say about these teams before we continue will good luck to them all in the world and uh, i look forward to watching these uh, matches play out i am incredibly excited um a couple more pieces of news for you that broke we have the halo world championship 2018 season settings this was posted on halowaypoint.com um on january 5th 2018 i'm just going to quickly read through this we have the game types list along with the maps for each game type these so for the first game type we already talked about it last time oddball is officially back it's going to be in the halo world championship 2018 it's going to be in these tournaments the maps that Oddball is going to be played on include Truth, Plaza, Eden, and The Rig. Next, we have Slayer with The Rig, Truth, Regret, Plaza, and Coliseum. Capture the Flag making its return again with Truth, Coliseum, and Fathom. And last but not least, we have Strongholds on the maps The Rig, Plaza, Eden, and Empire. Um, we don't need to really talk about this further. The big thing is that Oddball's back. Been waiting for it for a very long time. And so, once that happens, we'll be... I'm excited to see what teams do. We haven't seen it for almost three years now. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
Um, let's see. I'm just going to read quickly about this oddball game type and the changes that they made. In the settings update that hit before the new year, we have narrowed oddball settings down to two similar variants, which featured small differences in oddball carrier traits, including the use of thrust and number of melees required to kill. After close consideration and feedback from community and pro players, Halo World Championship 2018 play will feature the V4 variant, which provides ball carriers with thrust and clamber while requiring two melees to kill. With this variant, we expect to see more rotations, forcing the ball carrier to move around the map with more variety in terms of strategies and setups. As with all maps and modes, we'll continue to closely monitor Oddball's performance and player feedback as the season kicks off. So, um, I forgot exactly what it's like in previous Halo games, but I know that in the base settings, it used to be one melee kill with the ball would be a, like one melee hit with the ball would be a kill. So we just learned that it's two now. So that's good. Um, and they're going to have thrust and clamber still. I like that they kept it because for me being not as experienced of a Halo player sure. coming into to oddball, I would hate to see that movement just gone when I'm expecting to be able to move around the maps. Now the pros, they would be able to adjust and know what's going on. Um, but I think the balance is giving them two melee hits rather than one. Because with being able to move and clamber and then one hit, you could really wipe a team trying to collapse on you. I agree completely. And... I think you you hit it right on the head there. Removing things that make Halo 5 such a dynamic multiplayer shooter from the pro scene kind of ruins it in a sense like you're just trying to make it like old Halo games. For some aspects I can totally understand why. But I think this is I think this is a good kind of midway I guess you yep. could say. Yep. Meet in the middle, make it more even. Exactly. You have what makes the old players happy. You have what makes the new players hopefully happy as well. And everything can mesh accordingly. Um, we'll include the link to this article along with every other article we talk about in the show notes of the show. And uh, this also includes download links for all the maps and the variants for the game types as well. So if you're interested in playing those, links will be in the show notes. Um Last but not least, quickly about the matchmaking playlist update. With the competitive settings now locked and ready for tournament play, the multiplayer team can now update the official Halo World Championship playlist in Halo 5 matchmaking to reflect the exact settings that will be used for tournament play. You can expect the playlist to be updated next week, and be sure to keep an eye out for more specific details. We can't wait until the season starts to see which teams will emerge on top and how oddball strategies form and evolve over time. Um... So yeah, and then the last thing that they hint about in this post, the official Halo World Championship handbook will be available next week, aka this week if you're listening to this podcast when we launch it on Tuesday. Um, so I don't know exactly what that's going to entail. Maybe it, it's everything just all in one post? Maybe? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully it's good stuff. All right. Well, one more article to talk about real quick here. We have... The online format and dates. Again, this is from HaloWaypoint.com. This is posted on January 5th, 2018. Um, let's see here. We'll talk about registration first. Players from Latin America, Europe, and Middle East, Australia, and New Zealand, and North America will all compete, all compete, on MLG's Game Battles tournament platform. GameBattles.com will also be the central location to see up-to-date leaderboards and point totals for each player and team competing. Therefore, if you guys want up-to-date stats, you can probably check out HaloDataHive.com. Uh, 
You can also check out GameBattles.com. It'll have all the information there. You can register to compete for ladders and first online 2K tournaments beginning next week, but you can create your account today by heading to the link that they have in the article. Um, next up, we have a calendar showing all of the dates for all of the things. I'm not going to sit here and read them to you. You can check out the article because it's a lot of dates and times. Moving on. Now, we're going to talk about specifically the online format, specifically for ladders. Beginning next week, ladders for each region will open up for teams to compete. In a ladder, teams will search for a live match on game battles and will be put up against other teams doing the same. Each victory will net each player on the team five Halo World Championship Pro Points. You can play on ladder matches anytime you'd like, but the maximum amount of points that will be awarded is 35 points per day. Next up, we have the 2K Online Tournaments. 2K Online Tournaments feature a single elimination bracket open to any team that registers each week. Each team will want to compete as they can earn more points with better placings, including up to 2,000 points for winning. Players can see the full points breakdown in the Halo World Championship 2018 handbook next week. In other words, again, this week, if you're listening to this on Tuesday when we release it. Let me preface that. All the Halo World Championship Pro points accrued prior to February 5th will determine which teams will start the Orlando Open ahead of the field in group play. Points will also determine seeds for teams in the open bracket. As mentioned in the format overview article, points will determine seeds for all open regional final events, as well as qualification for travel and hotel accommodations, which we talked about last week. For Columbus, the top 16 teams in points will be able to compete for their chance to make it to the Halo World Championship 2018 finals in Seattle. That's all I got to say about that. That was the article. Um, Again, all the articles that we talked about will be in the show notes. You can check them out, read them up yourself. Download the game types, download the maps, play them, get excited. I'm excited. Will, are you excited? Of course. It's going to be great. Yeah. Worlds, it's finally here. It's finally here. I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> you know, there's there's Halo and there's football. So I'm happy that we're getting close to the Super Bowl, but this is like, this is my, this is my thing. This, this is my baby. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm going to love every second of it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end today's show with a segment that we are introducing in this episode called Community Creations. Um, if you guys don't know this individual, or I guess I'll just say if you guys don't know what the segment is, each and every week we're going to pimp out a, it could be a player, it could be a community creator, as in like a YouTuber, a Twitch streamer, it could be a screenshot that we saw that's really cool, it could be a montage, whatever we see from the community out there, anything Halo related, want to pimp them out. Um, for the first week, we're going to say this goes to Vetoed, um, if you guys don't know who Vito is, he is a YouTube content creator for Halo. He is also a Twitch streamer. Um, he's done deep dives himself on settings changes that have happened throughout the years of Halo 5. Um, he's a phenomenal player, and he uploaded a video. He was playing on a Smurf account, sure, but he includes in the description of his video why that really doesn't matter in this circumstance. But he put a perfection gameplay but not just perfection gameplay. He's playing FFA. He went 25-0. and 0, um, And there were just a couple plays in that video that are just absolutely insane. So don't think of this as him playing against bronze players and him just shitting on them day and night. Because there are a couple plays in there where he does get challenged. And he does have a lot to get through in order to get the kills that he gets. There are a lot of cool multi-kills in there. I highly recommend checking the video out. It'll be in the show notes. So, 
Vetoed, thank you for being our first ever community uh, creator on our show. And uh, next week, we'll see what we got. But I think that's going to do it. Will, any last thing to add before we close it out? Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening. Again, if you want more information, you can follow us on Twitter at HCS Pro Talk, Facebook at HCS Pro Talk. And when this becomes a live stream, uh, twitch.tv slash HCS Pro Talk, go figure. Thanks again. I guess I'll just end it with this. Uh, we are officially on iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thought it was going to take a little bit longer than that, but we are officially on iTunes. You can search for us in the podcast section with uh, HCS Pro Talk. And uh, you can subscribe to it there, or and I believe on any other p- podcast service that you use, I believe we're on there as well. Um, yeah, that's gonna do it for us. This is Josh, aka JK Fire, and the producer, Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. This is us signing off. We'll see you next week. <laughs>